0: To Reckoning of the Dead Radio <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> With your hosts, the Ryan family, Matt, Evelyn, and Casey. <laughs> <laughs> Hello again, and thanks for tuning in to Wrecking the Dead Radio. My name is Matt Ryan. I'm your host. I'm here in the breakfast nook with my daughter, Eve. That's me. And my lovely wife, Casey. Hello. Hello, Casey. How's it going so far?
2: So far, so good.
0: So everybody's alive so far? Well, I mean, character-wise. Yes. Uh, we are in the, this is our fourth episode of The Art of Madness, which is the first scenario from Chaosium's of the House of Rillier. And our main characters, Gertie Jenkins, played by the lovely Casey, and Victoria Edwards, played by the mighty Eve, are hot on the trail of their missing roommate,
2: Ruth Hall.
0: Thank you. I was gonna say Ruthie, but I couldn't remember the Hall. Ruth Hall. Eve, would you like to give us a quick recap of what happened last time?
1: Last time on the House of Ryan's play the House of Rillia. Oh, thank you for the reverb. <laughs> No problem. We uh, found the house of Frank Thurber. We went inside, we talked to the man, and uh, he told us that he had personally taken Ruth Hall and Helen Wilson to someone who was named Peters up on the north side. That's right. And uh, we convinced him to lead us to the house he takes them to. And. That's We're on our way now. I
0: think so. So uh, um, it's maybe... Uh, I can't remember. Let's say it's late afternoon. Okay. Or would, would it be earlier?
2: It was earlier afternoon. Yeah. Do you
0: think it's lunchtime? Because I think
2: we, it's... We went to the 1
0: 20 p.m. Now you broke into his house.
2: Well, we're not telling anybody we did that.
0: Expertly, though. Expertly, expertly. As I mean, grad- that wasn't
2: really breaking in. I mean, the door was unlocked. It was just... It was the basement door. Well, we did... So
0: entering, no lock. breaking, just entering.
2: Right. I mean, we didn't
1: break the gate lock, when we <laughs> but we did enter the house. All right. And now, as
0: we remember from last time, that Frank Thurber is sort of a, this uh, in the early stages of alcoholism. So he's got a big gin blossom nose and flushed cheeks, and uh, you know he's got that booze sweat smell, and his clothes are all rumpled, and, and he's he's actually quite nervous while you he, he was talking to you. Too. And I think last time, now did you convince him? To take you to some tenement house on Boston's north side?
2: Yes. Against his better judgment, he agreed to take us.
0: Uh, yeah. And he, you, I, you can tell that he doesn't really want to go, well, that's not entirely true. Go ahead and why don't you both make psychology rolls, which you might have made last week, but who can remember?
1: First roll of the night. I'm going to nail it. 01. 93.
2: <laughs> oh, man. I did not make it. Okay, so
0: he, I, well, it just means that you can't read him. I mean, there's enough, there's nothing going on with him. him. Yeah,
1: you can smell him. I um, think I have a read on this guy. I think he's incredibly nervous. Yeah. I'm drunk. Drunk? I
0: usually walk to the tenement house. I don't know any other way to get there. Do you have, young ladies have a car? No, we can walk. All right, then. Uh, let me just gather a few things. And he sort of staggers over and picks up that big bag from Flem's art supply store. Uh-huh. And then he wanders into the living room, and he's sort of looking around the wingback chairs, end tables, and couch area.
2: Well, he's not going to find what he's looking for because it's in my pocket.
0: And, and he doesn't find what he's looking for.
2: But since he's drunk, he doesn't actually remember if he put it there or not.
0: Probably right, because he does uh, go through a couple of things, moves things around, looks and peers, looks behind the couch. But whatever he's looking for, I suspect you're right that he's looking for the the jewelry that you found earlier.
2: Could we help you find something, Mr. Thurber? Oh, no, no.
0: It was just nothing. I was looking for a slipper. Okay, are are you ready to go?
2: Yeah. Yes, we are. Sure, sure.
0: It's uh, early afternoon, as we've established. Winter, end of January. Uh, Frank puts on his heavy coat. Uh, you see him fumble around in inside pocket to pull out a flask of some kind of amber liquid. He takes a quick shot, picks up the bag of art supplies, and he heads out the door.
1: Okay, I follow him.
0: Yeah. So he lives in a fairly well-off area of Boston. And he walks through the downtown area. And again, this is several blocks. And then he takes you in this winding path up towards the north side of Boston, on your way to the docks. So here the houses are grow closer together and it's obviously run down as you come through here. There's garbage on the streets, litter, trash, uh, probably more people. And the people that you see are l- l- more poorly dressed. Yeah, let's put it that way. So you can tell that you're slipping here uh, down the wealth scale. He, The buildings are all off the main avenue. The buildings are set close together and there's all these smaller side streets and avenues that sort of twist and turn. And the more that you make your way from the main avenues, just the more twisty and turny it gets. One house looks like another as you thread your way through this urban maze.
2: Do we see any street signs?
0: <clears throat> you do see the occasional street sign, but then again, it's a fairly run-down area, and Frank has a propensity for taking as many alleys as he does streets.
2: Do we see any um, marketplaces or any place that might have a public payphone?
0: I don't know if there were public payphones in the 20s. Um, go ahead and make a spot, hidden and roll. I make it. Was it a hard or a regular success?
1: Regular.
2: I fail.
0: Um, let's say that you see a corner store and you suspect maybe that they'd have a telephone if you wanted to use it. Sort of one of these little st- side front stores, side uh-huh. front.
1: Uh, Mr. Thurber. Yeah. How do you remember the way? Oh, well, it seems very circuitous and it doesn't seem like you're looking at a map. I just, <clears throat> this is the way that I go.
2: Do you mind if we stop at this store really quick? I need to get a candy bar. I'm feeling a little bit hungry. Uh, I really should... uh, It'll just take a second, please. uh, Okay. He's nervous. So so we stop in at the store, and I ask the the clerk... Yeah. Excuse me, do you have a payphone that I could use quickly? Uh, Yes. And uh, could you tell me, what's the street corner that we're on right now? Oh, uh,
0: Green Bush and Pine.
2: All right, thank you. So... I pull out the phone number for Detective Farrell and I call the police station again. Okay. Now do I get him this time or do I get...
0: Go ahead and make a luck roll. I fail. You don't get him again. So you again, you can leave another message.
2: So I leave another message with the person <clears throat> saying, Oh, uh, this is Gertie Jenkins calling back. I called earlier and left a message. Could you please let Detective Farrell know that... Um, the girls that saw him this morning are with Mr. Frank Thurber, and we are down in the uh, at the north side of Boston. And at the moment, we're at the intersection of Green Bush and Pine, but we're going to be going off track soon. If he gets this message, do you think that he could please uh, come down to this area and perhaps look for us?
0: You ask the dispatch, right? Uh, and he says well take the message I don't know and you can hear him scribbling I don't know what uh, Detective Farrell's got on his agenda
2: thank you just wanted to leave the message Mm -hmm. and I buy a candy bar and I come back outside sure
0: you exit the store and don't immediately see Frank
2: now where did he go
0: and there he is off a little ways he seems impatient
2: huh so we go over to where he is
0: all right, so he... Come on, come on, we've got to get this done. Get what done? He t- And he sort of heads off. I've got to leave these art supplies for Peters. He'll be very upset if I miss the appointment.
2: What time do you have the appointment with him?
0: Well, any time near dark, so I've got some time, but it's probably going to take another 20, half an hour to get there. He staggers his way for another 20 minutes or half an hour until you come to this dilapidated street, uh, or this street of dilapidated tenement houses. There are, some of them are so old and crumbly they're almost leaning against each other. It does not look like many of these are lived in, and the ones that do look lived in, you're a little nervous about who the occupants might be. He takes you to one that the lights are all off, and he goes to the front door, looks around, there's no one on the street, and he opens the door and walks in.
1: Before I follow him in, I uh, I'm gonna take my kitchen. I'm gonna try and do this uh, covertly. I'm gonna take out my knife from yes. my bag where yes. I was holding it. Yep. And I'm gonna put it sort of against my hip in my belt loop, and I'm gonna pull my shirt down over it. Sure.
2: Well, it's the winter time. I'm I have winter gloves on.
0: And you probably both have winter coats and maybe scarves and hats. So
2: I take off one of my gloves before we go in and I lay it out on the sidewalk, pointing towards the front stairs.
0: (laughs) Do you fold the empty fingers back so that looks? it's a pointing glove?
2: That's a great idea. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) And I just leave that there on the ground. You also have a a knife. I grabbed one for
1: you and I grabbed one for Buffy. Thank you.
2: Oh, we forgot that Buffy's there. Uh Uh-huh.
1: So, I, I did you get a
0: knife for Buffy? Yeah, I you got a paring knife for Buffy.
1: A paring knife? <laughs> there were only so many. Okay, well, you know, a paring knife those can go through a thumb.
2: That's <laughs>
0: true. Buffy's put it through hers already.
2: <laughs> I thought it was a fingernail file. I've got my knife. Oh, okay. that's a good idea. I'll pull out my knife too. I've got it in my handbag here. Just try and keep them hidden. We don't want them to
1: know we have knives out. He seems quite inebriated, says Buffy. Yeah, but I don't know who this Peters fellow is. I don't either.
2: I think it's a good idea, Vicky. Thank you for reminding me. I think I'll pull my knife and have it right out here in my pocket. In my outer pocket.
0: In your big outer coat pocket? Yes. All right, that's where Buffy's going to put her parent knife.
2: Okay. In my pocket?
0: No, in hers.
1: Oh. What Should we say what kind of knives we have? What kind of knife is yours, Casey? Mine's a chef knife. Eight inch chef, chef knife? knife. Mine's a butcher knife. A meat cleaver.
2: <laughs> Mine's an eight-inch chef's knife. <laughs> Made of steel.
0: Okay, you have a... Okay, you've got a cleaver.
2: Yeah. Sounds like a machete. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: my, poor Frank. Okay, so in you go. Oh, I don't know if you go in. Uh, the front door is hanging open.
2: If I take a deep breath and follow him in.
0: All right, inside... Uh, it, there's a foyer immediately off to the right and then sort of a wood paneled hallway that leads to a back room. And you can just see uh, Frank kind of tuck in to this back room as he, as he walks down the hallway. The house is old. It doesn't look like anybody's been in it. There's little bits of uh, garbage maybe in the hallway. Um, and the whole thing just smells musty and old. You, you walk down the hallway, yes?
2: Yes. Slowly.
0: Frank is opening a door that looks like it leads to the stairs to the basement. You know, it's, you can kind of tell um, just from the shape of the door. It's kind of a narrow little thing. The stairs lead down to a basement. The only light sort of filters down from up above. <clears throat> but in the light that filters down from these stairs, you can see a cellar, old and musty. Across from the bottom of the stairs on the other side of the room, you can see what looks like a well shaft with a wooden cover above it. The well shaft sticks maybe half a foot or three quarters of a foot up from the um, floor. And then to your right, as you're looking from the stairs, you can see another wooden door that leads someplace else. Frank is putting the bag full of art supplies at the base of the well. Three of you are standing at the foot of the stairs.
1: Yeah. Um, Did he just put those down? Mr. Thurbert, did you just put those down in front of the well? That's the drop-off point.
0: And then he takes a big swig of uh, booze. Does Peters live here? (gasps) this is his workshop I look around so you do see the other door now do you have flashlights did we establish earlier that you had flashlights in the car
2: we just had one flashlight in the car and we brought it with us okay Yeah. but is it that dark in the basement
0: um it's not that dark there aren't any windows I mean the only light is coming down through the open door
2: I pull the flashlight out and flick it on. Sure. And shine it on the door.
0: All right. Uh, It's an old wooden door. Closed. It's got a very sort of uh, latch, a very simple latch mechanism to it.
2: Is it a latch on this side?
0: Yeah. I mean, it's just sort of a, there's not a lock or anything, but it's just a latch to open and close the door.
1: Okay. Mr. Thurber, what does Peters do? Oh, he's an artist. What kind of artist?
0: Uh, he paints uh, landscapes and he's a painter. Landscapes and uh, still lifes. And some portraits.
2: Where is his artwork? I haven't seen any down here. I didn't see any in the hallway upstairs. And what about his teaching
1: is forbidding Helen and Ruth from reaching out to their families? <sighs> I don't know about his practices. He just said he needed some students
2: as models. No, no, no. It's so that he could instruct them. Instruct them in painting. He's. Where is he right now? Um, I don't know
0: exactly. I'm just the middleman. Look, you've got to give me a break. I just. I brought people here, and but why'd you bring people to him? And so he's obviously nervous under this line of questioning. He said, "Peter's told me to look. We're, we're an old acquaintance. He he said all. He said everybody would be all right. He and then he
2: just needed students. Why do you do everything he says? And where are the students now? The students are probably." In his
0: studio. Where is his studio? Well, I don't know exactly. This is all I know. That I bring them here and, and then, leave them in the basement. And,
2: and then. And then, what do you do? Then I go home. Do you ever see Peters?
0: I have. Now I haven't seen him in a while. Generally, he just makes an exchange.
2: What does he exchange?
0: And now he's and, and then and then, um, Thurber keeps knocking back um, slugs of booze. He he brings me jewelry, and I use the jewelry to meet my financial obligations and buy him art supplies.
2: How does he get the jewelry to you? He leaves them there. I don't see any jewelry here. He will probably leave jewelry when he picks up that art when, supplies. When, we, when will you be coming back w- to pick up the jewelry? I'll come back in a day or two. So you just leave the art supplies here?
1: Yes, right there where they are.
2: Okay. So are we leaving now?
1: No, I think we should stay. I want to see this Peter's guy.
2: I don't think that's very smart. I think we should go back upstairs, figure out where we are, and get the police here.
1: You might be right.
0: There is the other door in the basement.
2: Mr. Thurber, where does this other door go to? Uh, Peter's old studio that he doesn't use anymore. I go over and... Try and open it. Does it open easily? Very easily. So I open it up. Is there reacting?
0: No, he's just sort of um, leaning against the wall drinking.
2: I open it up and shine the flashlight in. What's so, in the room?
0: Brick-a-brack brick a of old art um, craft, I would say. So there's um, scraps of canvas, um, you know... Uh, tossed paintbrushes, newspaper, all kind of balled up. I mean, there's all sorts of stuff. Is there, are of, there
2: any easels? Maybe a
0: broken one off in a corner. I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff. Do you want to just spend a little time and 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 look through?
2: I just want, yeah, I just sure. want yeah, to see what. I mean, if there's scraps of canvases, maybe there's some entire canvases. Um, maybe there's something. If there's, I, I would assume that the crumbled up newspaper is just. Um, newspaper used to clean brushes but it might be worthwhile looking at some of the newspapers and to get an idea of how long they've been here.
0: Yes and a lot of it is a lot of the um, a lot of the um, newspaper is just used to wipe canvas off or clean brushes both of you go ahead and and roll a spot hidden roll
1: I make it
2: I don't
0: okay uh, Victoria?
1: Oh, is that hound dog? Is she making that shaking sound? She's shivering. <laughs> Did it thunder or something?
0: I heard a little something. The dog has joined us in the breakfast note, listeners at home. We've got a very timid greyhound that's now quivering against Eve.
1: And you can hear it on the mic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> old, old. This is. Uh, allow, it sounds like an earthquake. Allow, allow us to introduce old nerves of steel, Exene. <laughs> we'll put a picture. <laughs> we'll put a picture of a...
1: That's what she rubs up against the table legs. You can.
2: It's rumbling. Is that a is that a subway? I I hear in the basement. No, it,
0: it must have been a. Well, oh, I can feel her. <laughs> There she goes. All right. Good girl. All right. Okay. I think she's... I thought
2: it was a subway that we could hear in the basement.
0: (laughs) Maybe it was. Oh, uh, Victoria, you do find a balled up piece of paper that appears to be more than a scrap of newspaper. It appears to be a note. Wait. And this note will be read by the Scenario's author, Brian Cortomage. Brian, uh, and the handout you can read along while Brian reads. Brian, take it away.
3: Dear Mr. Pickman, please accept my personal thanks for the wonderful murals you have created for our lodge. Your reputation in the art world precedes you, and it was with great pride that we both commissioned your efforts and beheld your finished works in the hallowed halls of our sanctum. It is readily apparent in your visions made real in oils and pigments, that you are one of the select few who clearly comprehend the true nature of the universe and of the realities that shift and dream ceaselessly beyond the veils of time and space. It is my fervid desire that you will eschew your recent position of self-imposed exile from your fellow humankind and will reconsider joining the ranks of our order. Should you arrive at that decision, please contact me at the earliest opportunity and we will arrange for appropriate incantations to hide your new form. It is my belief that the ultimate realities championed by our order would provide you with inspiration for paintings that would shock and illumine the world, transporting sincere students of the art to other realities. Heliog J.S.
0: And as our young protagonists stand staring at each other, wondering what's next, we'll take this musical interlude pause so the listeners can stretch your legs. We'll be right back after this. Welcome back, listeners, from that delightful musical interlude that Eve picked out for us.
1: It was so much fun picking out the music for that part. I remember it already, even though I haven't done it yet.
0: (laughs) Ah, the marvels of post-production. So, listeners, while you were enjoying that musical interlude, it started to rain here in gloomy Ithaca, New York. Thunder and rain, which drove our greyhound, Exine, under the table. So she is now beneath the table, by our feet, Shivering. We've wrapped her in a blanket. Hopefully that will help. So as we proceed with Gertie and Vicky, remember there's a terrified greyhound
1: nearby. The fear is palpable.
0: What do you do? So you've just read this
1: note. I mean that's Pikmin. That's Pikmin. That must mean that who's JS? Do we know anyone with the initials JS?
0: Now it's unusual for there to be a thunderstorm in January, but you can hear distant thunder in Boston as you're stuck in this tenement basement. See, I just rolled that right into the show.
2: That was fantastic, Dad. So, so spontaneous. We don't know a JS. Is, Is Peter's Pickman? I'm confused.
1: I, I think Peters and Pikmin are two different people, but I wouldn't be surprised if they're connected, considering they're both artists. Listen, roll. I fail.
2: I fail. All
0: right. What you hear is Frank Thurber going <laughs> and running up the stairs.
2: Uh, we, I, we look back out in the room to I see look if at the it, well.
0: You, so Frank has run up the stairs. You and Buffy is behind you. You two are shoulder to shoulder in the doorway of the old studio, looking out into the cellar at the well. And now you hear it. Sort of a scratching sound. Kind of a rustling. uh, Maybe sounds like something moving. Suddenly, the wooden lid of the well shifts, slides to the side, and then, and a gray, scaly arm reaches out and starts to paw on the other side of the lip on the ground, searching for something. Make Sandy rolls. In here, if you pass me Buffy's character sheet, I will make Sanity rolls for Buffy. Now remember, you cannot push or spend luck on these rolls.
2: Oh, I fail. I fail. Oh no, I made it.
0: Okay, so you make some involuntary noise as you lose one point of Sanity, or no, you take some involuntary action. What do you think that is, Vicky?
1: I probably scream.
0: The hand and arm that is padding around on the dirt floor suddenly stops.
2: I look at Vicki and I put my finger to my lips. I go.
0: And the lid starts to rise up and it slides off and there is a gray figure there.
1: I take my knife out.
0: Uh, so it's as... Well. Let's let the original author of the short story from which this is derived, describe it. Okay, some sort of a nameless blasphemy with glaring red eyes, dog-faced with pointed ears, bloodshot eyes, flat nose and drooling lips, scaly claws and mold-caked body.
1: Sounds perfectly horrible. Gross.
0: Now that you've seen the thing, everybody can make another sanity roll.
2: I failed that one too. (laughs) I succeed.
0: Everyone, so you succeed, so you lose one point. Failing.
1: No, I get to roll. However much it is, I get to roll
0: okay so uh the so go ahead and roll 1d6 that's the amount of sanity points you will lose us regular six-sided dies for those listening who aren't
1: that's six points
0: all right vicky goes pale now your mind might play a trick on you and let you avoid temporary insanity What I'd like you to do now is make an intelligence roll. And if you fail this, then your mind doesn't really comprehend the horror in front of you. I made that. All right, then you slip into insanity. Would you roll a d10 for us?
1: Oh, sure. One.
0: Amnesia. You have no memory of events that have taken place up to this point. Going back how far? The last thing that you remember is breakfast at the halls. Where am I? Roll a d10 to see how long this lasts.
1: 10. Okay. (laughs) Gertie, other than look appalled, what do you do? And now
0: I'm just screaming. Okay, now you're screaming. Because you're, all of a sudden, you're in some basement, some mm-hmm. stinky basement, yep. and there's this horror across the room from you, climbing out of the well and approaching you. Gertie, what do you do?
2: I scream. <coughs> Run. And I push Vicki towards the stairs, because the stairs are between us and the well.
0: The other way around. This, no, yes, not the, the way you described the, it. The door is here. The door is, is sort of where you're sitting. The well is over in this corner of the table to my right, and, and the, the stair and the stairs up are over here. So you'll have to run by the creature to get the stairs.
2: Okay. <laughs> I'm running. And because I don't see any other way out of the basement, and I'm dragging Buffy and I'm screaming, run, run, run.
1: Uh, I'm frozen for a moment, but I'll I'll, I'll, I'll follow Gertie.
0: All right, so uh, I would like you, Gertie, to make a dexterity
2: roll. I get a success.
0: You are past the creature and up the stairs. Uh, Let's see how uh, Victoria does. I'd like you to make a dexterity roll. I make it. You are past the creature and up the stairs. Let's see how Buffy does. Come on, Buffy! Oh no! Buffy's too slow. The creature lashes out at Buffy. Buffy tries to dodge. (coughs) Close, but not quite enough. The creature takes a quick swipe at her and tears her coat. And Buffy's up the stairs. You are all up the stairs, and I imagine you slam the door behind you. Do you leave the building?
2: Oh, yeah. We were run, running down the, the hallway. <laughs> now, we didn't see any furniture or anything else. I mean, we just came in the front door and down a hallway. We didn't see any other rooms or anything else like that
0: right i mean there might have been rooms off of the hallway that you used to go back into the like the kitchen or pantry area i mean think of a you know it's a house and it's it's uh, it's a, it's the stairs that would go down to the basement so there was probably a foyer or a room but nothing it doesn't look like anybody has lived in this
2: building in a while i'm long running time. straight out the front door mm-hmm. screaming my head off Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yelling, run, 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 run! I'm yelling. What was that thing? What was that thing? Where are we? What
1: was that thing? Where are we? What are we doing here? What was that thing?
2: Run, run, run! Vicky, I'll fill you in later. What do you mean you don't? Beck, come on, come on, Buffy, come on! What was that thing? It was all gray. Why do I have a knife? Don't cut yourself. Come on, let's go out the front door.
0: You're out, you're out the front door and in the street.
2: I swear to God, that thing had scales. What was that thing? I grab my glove off the ground. It's still there.
0: It is still there.
2: <laughs> and I, I say, how do we get out of here? Oh my God! Uh, why don't Why don't you both make
0: Constitution rolls, please?
2: I want to look at Vicky and ask her why. What's going on? Yeah, I failed that. I made mine.
0: Okay, so failing is you can't run. Have as you far- met my friend
1: Ralph? <laughs>
0: <laughs> maybe half a block away and then collapse on the ground and vomit, apparently.
2: Yeah. Well, it's, it's gross. gross. It's <laughs> real gross. So I stop with you. I'm not... Yes. I'm, and and Buffy's there and yeah. I say, Vicky.
0: Oh, Buffy failed her... She botched her. Is that... That's a grit fail. <laughs>
2: she faints. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: You bend over... You, you bend over and throw up. Buffy runs through it, slips, and then just collapses.
2: Great. We're in the middle of some dilapidated <laughs> section of town.
1: I start crying.
2: <laughs> Vicky, Vicky's vomiting. I'm going to call her Vicky's Vomit please from now me, on.
1: Please just tell me where we are. Vicky, Vicky,
2: Vicky, Vicky. I, I like pat her cheek. Gingerly, because there's that a throw thing. up right there.
1: <laughs> it was all gray. Why were we? Well? Vicky, Vicky,
2: Vicky, Vicky, stop, 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 stop. I'll explain it to you. Uh, you keep saying
1: that, but you won't explain wait, it to me.
2: Uh, just a second. Uh, Buffy? Buffy? Oh, uh-huh. oh, she's coming to it. Oh. Oh. oh, my God. What was, what was that thing? You know, I have no idea what that thing is. And I have no idea where we are right now. But I will tell you, Vicki, what do you mean you, you can't remember? The last
1: thing I remember was eating breakfast this morning. What did we do today?
2: Well, uh, jeez. Well, after we enjoyed the breakfast, which was the highlight of the day so far, I must admit, um, we went to the police station. And do you remember talking with the nice detective? I don't remember
1: anything. Oh, dear. It's like my the whole day's blank. Oh, dear. Blank. Okay. What so was I- that
2: thing? Buffy. Except for that, uh, what was that thing? I can't get that no, thing of my head. Vicky, Vicky, Vicky. It's okay. It's okay. We're out. It, it's, it's, it's. I look down the street.
1: Dog shaking.
2: It's not there. It's. I, I, I will tell you that we stopped at um, Frank Thurber's house. We got the address for, and we went to Frank Thurber's house. He led us here. He led all three of us here because he took Helen and Ruth here, and I do not know what that horrible, horrible thing was in the basement, I have no clue, because that's like the scariest thing I've ever seen in my whole entire life. All I know is, all I know is, Frank Thurber left us there, and I think he left us there to die. I'm going to go kill that son of a bitch.
0: (laughs) You're going to go kill Frank Thurber?
2: Well, I would like to, but I know I can't, um... We need to find our way out of this neighborhood, and we need to go back to the police station. So, stop vomiting. I'm let's, on, go, I, let's stand up here. I don't think there's, I don't
1: wait, think there's are, you, are left you in there?
0: But wait, are you saying that uh, Ruthie?
2: That he he took Ruthie down in there and left her there? Yes, Buffy. I think that's what he said he did. He That's left, where he took Ruthie? He took Ruth there, and he took Helen there. I don't know who else, but he said that he left students there. And I think we need to go to the police now, and we need to turn him in, and he needs to be arrested and thrown in jail.
1: But the police aren't going to believe any of
2: this. They will if they see that thing. So we have to show them that thing? I'm How not- are we going to show them that thing? Well, I'm not really sure about that now, I am I, gals? So let's let's straighten up our collars. No matter
1: what happens, we need to get rid of that thing. That thing's horrible.
2: Do you well, do you think do you think we need to go after Ruthie? No, I don't think we I think we need to get the police after that thing. The do you police, think,
1: if we go if we I think if we leave now that thing isn't gonna show back up.
2: So Hello, Miss, I don't remember anything since breakfast. So you think that we, the three of us should go back down into the basement? You know what? To some big, horrible, gray thing that I do not know how we were going to even touch it. I don't want to touch it. You just vomited, Buffy fainted, and we're going to... What are we going to do? Are we going to shake its paw? Here's what
1: I think... I think I might be forgetful, but I'm also pissed. Cause that thing made me puke and it made me cry. And I remember that thing being pretty fucking skinny and I think we could go kick it's ass right now. With uh. our with our paring knives? I've got a cleaver. It's made of steel. Ka-thunk. What I you- slam it into a, I don't know. What? A fence.
0: All right, <clears throat> there's probably not a lot of fences. Buffy says, you want us to roll in there?
1: No, we probably shouldn't. It's too dangerous.
2: I think we need to get people that have guns to shoot that thing in the head. And I think until we do that and kill that thing, we're not gonna be able to go and look for Ruthie in that basement. And I personally am afraid of that hole. If that's where Ruthie went, down that hole, and that thing's in the way, I don't know what it can do to us. It was pretty disgusting.
0: Buffy says, but I thought you two were good with guns. You've had many discussions about your shotgun shooting. I don't own
2: a gun though. We are good with guns. I am great with a shotgun. I don't have one right now. I have a knife. Is there a shotgun in the trunk of your car? There is, but we'd have to find our way back to the car. We left it at Mr. Thurber's house. Well, it's down the block from Mr. Thurber's house. It's not right out in front.
1: What, do you think we could
2: do that? I mean...
1: We need to find a way to remember our way back here. Well,
2: I do know that we came by Greenbush and Pine Street because we stopped at that little store.
1: What if we make a map from there to here?
2: That's a great idea. Do you have some paper? Yeah, I do. I have uh, a sketch pad and a pencil.
0: You also have the piece of paper that you found earlier.
2: That's true. Well, then let's backtrack, ladies, and maybe we could find a more direct way here. That drunk staggered up and down streets that he did not need to stagger up and down. All right.
0: Both of you, please make navigation rolls. Which I doubt it's a skill that you're good at.
2: Well, I'm great at it.
0: And remember, you have luck to spend if you'd like to spend luck.
2: I would have to spend all the luck I have. I'll spend (laughs) (laughs) 59.4. I would have to spend all the luck I have and luck I don't have.
0: Does anybody want to push the roll?
2: No, because my navigation is 10. Can Buffy try and make one? Does she have better navigation than we do?
0: Mm. Well, she's a language student.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna take a All hour.
0: right. All it means is that you do come up with a map. It just takes you a long time to find your way from this tenement house to your car near Thurber's
2: but, but if we can find our way there, that's step one, as far as I'm concerned. So
0: by the time you get to your car, it's quite late. Four o'clock in the afternoon. It gets dark probably around five thirty. It is January.
2: Well, what if
1: we just go down there with this gun and we kill it? Now, hop in the car. Who's got the worst luck? Uh, Probably me, I've got 48.
0: Make a luck roll, please.
1: What's Buffy's luck? I make it.
0: Not only do you have one shotgun in the trunk, you have two.
2: Nice. (laughs) I say, oh. I forgot. Last time I was out, I was shooting with Uncle Ted. I wonder why he left his shotgun here. Well, it's a good thing he did. For real. Do we have ammo?
0: Yes, you can. Yes, you each roll a D10 to see how many rounds you've got in the car.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. when the sanity effect needs to last. (laughs) 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 Listeners,
0: both Eve and Casey rolled a one. On their d10
1: all right whatever i've got a shotgun with
0: on up one shelf let me count no 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 let's give you uh we'll be a little kinder than that and we'll give you um
1: um 12
0: so there are 12 rounds total okay all right
2: you Six know. for each of us
0: and now these are it's it's an over under so it's like a double barrel shotgun just one barrel on top of the other one you can shoot once around at your regular ability or you can shoot twice around with a penalty die just, you know, in case on the gonna, min, in the minutes ahead, there will be shotgun there's, fire. There's
3: going to uh, be some damage. Shaming?
0: Of a shotgun? Yeah. Then what's the range? Well, first, the yards are 10, 20, 50. And the damage is 4D6, 2D6, or 1D4, depending on the range.
2: Is the 46 for 10 yards?
0: Yep. Buffy says, what
2: now? Let's get in the car girls and let's get going. It's, It's gonna be dark soon and we need to go and blast that thing off now. It's gonna take us a lot less time to get there driving. So let's drive there instead of walking.
0: Okay, the three of you jump in the car. A squeal of tires and off you go. Uh, you've got a map. It takes 20 minutes to get there. I don't know. I don't know how long it takes. Driving. You're outside the town of house in your car. The sun is setting. No one around. You each have a shotgun. Buffy? The three of you are standing on
2: the empty street. Buffy, do you want to
1: come with or watch
2: the car? I better come with. I don't want to be out here by myself. Then let's go. Let's, let's do this thing.
0: All right. <clears throat> Our three hardened grad students walk up the steps, down the hall, and again are in the cellar. One flashlight?
1: Yep. Buffy's
0: holding it. Buffy has the flashlight. Shaking. It's it's shaking. It's shaking. The lid is back on the well.
1: I wanna The
0: bag of art supplies is missing. There's another canvas bag there.
1: I open it up. Wait, before you get too close to the well. I wanna look around, make sure there's
2: no one hiding.
0: You don't see anyone in the... I mean, it's easy to cast the light around the corners of the cell and you don't see anyone I lighting. run
2: over because I think it's more jewelry. And
0: it oh, is. Yeah. It is more jewelry. If you would like to make an appraise roll, you can.
2: Oh, no. There's no way I'm going to get that.
0: Yep. All right. So it's jewelry. It's fairly fancy. And I, maybe in an I put, older style. I
2: put, I put that canvas bag in my pocket. The other canvas bag I had put in the... Uh, trunk of my car when we went and got the shotguns. So I've just put another bag of jewelry in my pocket.
0: Alright. <clears throat> Alright. No problem.
2: Are you ready? I said we slide the lid off and shine a light down.
0: It's a brick shaft that drops about 20 feet. There are iron rungs spaced along the side so that you could climb down. And something's things... Uh, there's some sort of small metallic twinkling down at the base of the
1: can we get it to catch the light?
0: Of yeah, the- yeah. As you as you play the flashlight around, you can see something
1: shiny down there. Do we see the creature?
0: You do not see the creature. I would probably have told you that right off the bat.
1: There's a pair of glowing red eyes! Okay, so we can see the whole well? Yeah. Is there, like, does just look like there's a side passage coming off at the bottom?
0: Uh, there is a, an uh, ominous dark shadow off one side.
1: God, everyone's just...
2: Well, I don't want to climb down, because then it's going to be awkward trying to shoot and climb down.
0: What are we going to do? Says Buffy.
2: Well, last time, that thing came up. I say we do a stakeout. That
0: thing's not in the workspace, is it? The old studio through that door, and Buffy points across the cellar.
1: I doubt it.
2: Well, will we check. Well, Buffy, that's a great idea. Maybe he got the art supplies, and maybe he's painting <laughs> Vicky, cover me. I'm going to go over and open that door. And I'm going to stand off to the side. If anything comes out. I'll blast it. All right. So I go over. Mm-hmm. I open the door and I step aside.
0: Nothing. <clears throat> you play the light around inside. It's, it's as you left it. <sighs>
2: The dog's yeah. panting from fear. Okay, well, so is my character. Well, maybe that's Buffy. <laughs> that's Buffy. <laughs> Buffy's panting from fear. it's blue sky. Okay, that creature's not in here. I think it went back down the well. And it hasn't come back up yet. Oh, Maybe it only comes up when it needs art supplies, or or art students. Says Buffy. Thanks, Buffy.
1: One of us could wait as bait. Maybe it'll come up trying to get, trying to come up and you know indoctrinate one of us, and the other two can wait in the rafters with guns.
0: Buffy says, just so that I understand this, are you saying that Thurber dragged Ruthie down here and left her,
2: and then that thing came up and took Ruthie? Well, I'm, I'm a little bit worried that that twinkly thing down there at the bottom is Ruthie's charm bracelet. It's got that same kind of sparkly look to it that her charm bracelet always had.
1: For the listener, Matt Ryan just made a face that says, Oh my God, I can't believe they got that.
2: Move
0: your mic Closer.
1: <clears throat> I don't want to get the i the sure right like on the dog's face if i <laughs> too closer I feel like I'm gonna put a bump in her head
0: <laughs> yes go easy on the hound <clears throat> is she still quivering? yes she's quivering worse than Buffy yeah she is who's going down the well?
2: I will I'm getting pretty pissed off
0: what do you do with the shotgun?
1: does it have a strap? No.
2: Well, how's my climb?
0: Mm. Well, climb is sort of climbing over a brick wall. I mean, there are rungs set in it. You're young enough and athletic enough that you could just go down the side. Do you hand the shotgun to Buffy?
1: You could try going no. down
2: with one hand and holding the shotgun in the other. That's pocket. what I'm going to do. I'm not giving Buffy my shotgun. Hello.
0: No. Okay, climbing down with one hand and holding the shotgun is going to be difficult. And yes, that, it is. And that will require a climb roll. So please make it as you're descending the close brick shaft.
2: I didn't make it.
0: Uh, so you can spend luck to make it or push it.
2: I'll spend the luck. Okay.
0: Okay. At the bottom of the shaft, there is a tunnel about three feet high in just the hard-packed dirt that goes off in a direction. You don't know which direction, but it goes off horizontally.
2: Does Buffy still have the flashlight?
0: Yeah, yes, the
2: flashlight. yes. I bend down to see what the little sparkly thing is. You guessed it. It's Ruth really Charm Brace. It's Root's
0: charm bracelet. A part of it. One of the charms. It's a little dog, a little terrier charm.
1: I think that's definitive evidence that someone is living down here and that they have something to do with this case. We could take that to the police. Unless we want to finish this right now.
2: I'm already down there. I'll follow. I'll try and do the same thing. Uh, oh. before, you, before you come down, Vicky. So
0: you're yelling up the tunnel. Remember, it's about 20 feet, so you've got to yell up. And you realize after your first reply, Gertie, it's quite loud. It echoes a little bit. Down at the bottom of the shaft.
2: Do I hear anything else? Make a listen roll. Because I involuntarily said, Oh no, it is Ruthie's charm. Oh, I failed it. That's all I heard because I was so loud.
0: Was and then after you say that, you say, Ooh, it's a little loud down here. You realize.
1: Uh, I'm gonna come down with you, Gertie.
2: Okay, bring the flashlight.
1: Uh, here. Buffy's clutching it. <laughs> Buffy, can you drop Gertie the flashlight?
0: What? Wouldn't, won't that leave us in the dark? The sun has set by now, and there is no light coming down from the open stairs, the uh, open door at the top of the stairs. Buffy says, "I can hear the dog panting." Buffy says, "You climb down. I'll shine the light, and then I'll come down."
1: Okay, I'll do the same thing Gertie did with the gun in one hand, and I'll try and climb down.
0: All right, make a climb roll. I fail. Now, do you want to uh, push no. it? No, I just don't. All right. <laughs> Drop the shotgun. Okay. Um, but it's only about 10 feet up. So uh, you're probably watching this. What would you like to do?
2: Get out of the way of the shotgun. Make a,
0: make a dodge roll.
2: Half your decks
0: And it should be in the lower right-hand corner of your sheet.
2: I make it. Barely.
0: Wonderful. You get out of the way, and the shotgun hits the floor. Um, Somebody just roll a percentile die for me. Let's see if the shotgun's okay.
1: Oh five. 5
0: The shotgun's okay.
1: Nice.
0: You climb down. Yep, pick it up. All right. Buffy can easily put the flashlight in the pocket of her um, fox fur coat and come down. So now the three of you... Are crammed in the bottom bottom of this chimney. And there's an an open tunnel three feet high. So you're going to have to crawl. that leads off into the darkness. And with that, dear listener, we'll pick this up next time.
2: Thanks for listening to this episode of Reckoning of the Dead Radio and our special edition of The House of Ryan plays The House of Rulia. Call of Cthulhu is a trademark of Chaosium Incorporated and is used with permission under Chaosium's fan materials policy. The Call of Cthulhu role-playing game and The House of Rulia are the property of Chaosium Incorporated. For more information about Chaosium Incorporated products, please visit www.chaosium.com. We'd like to say a special thank you to today's special guest, Brian Cordimage, the author of this scenario and many other fine Call of Cthulhu scenarios. This episode of The Ryans in Rillia was recorded on March 29th, 2020 in the Reckoning of the Dead studio, also called Our Breakfast Nook. Located in Ithaca, New York, we are the Ryans, KC, Matt, and Eve. This episode was engineered by Matt and edited by Eve. Jimmy McKee provided technical support. We hope you enjoyed this episode and will tune in for more. Please send any questions and or comments to reckonthedead@gmail.com. at gmail.com. We Ryans hope you stay healthy, treat your neighbors well, and that all your craps roll come up seven.